Hey everyone, this is Keenan with DK Shake and Bake. I'm here with my co-host Dustin. And with this segment, we're going to talk about NFL news and everything NFL for the last week that we've been dealing with. So, Dustin, last week we had the NFC and AFC championships. So, that was a heart-tugging a heart-tugging um, you know championships. It was what each one was less than 7 points. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, I, I, I guess I'll go ahead and, you know, take this one away as far as the NFC championship, man. I mean, you know. Yeah, talk about the NFC championship on your sides <laughs> and your ranks, man. And uh, let, let's hear what you got to say about that. Uh, I mean, you know, it was definitely a, uh, a, a rough, uh, rough and gritty football game, to say the least, man. Like, uh, I mean, I guess I could, I guess I could only really say is, you know, I'm glad we're going back. I'm glad the Rams are going back to the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But yeah, man, like it, it was, it was definitely, came, it definitely came down to the wire. Uh, I think that, you know, Stafford really stepped up, it stepped up big in the moments that he needed to, and uh, our defense came in clutch, man. You know, just to, just to seal the deal. I mean, you know, Aaron Donald. Hey, just cutting in that defense. They they put a hurting on Tom Brady. Oh well, yeah. You know, I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, dude, this is just just you know, I mean, those two weeks in general, man. Like, I, I feel like the defense just really like you know came into their own and stepped up in the moments where they were freaking needed. I mean, you know, even even just to go back, you know, to the Tampa Bay game, I mean, you know, you take away those four takeaways, I mean, you're probably talking about, you know, a, a you know, potentially 27 27 point game, you know, take away those take away those turnovers, man, like, you know, moments like that it just really shows you, you know, when a defense has to come and step up and you know, and and lead the pack, and you know, and like I said, you know, just really going back to Stafford, like two weeks back to back, man, you can't get any better than that. His gameplay last week, you know, dude was a freak. I mean, you know, third thirty-one for forty-five. You know, I mean, he had that, he had that, uh, you know, that interception at the beginning of the game. But other than that, man, I mean, I'd say he had a freaking great game. You know. Two touchdowns, had the pick, you know. I mean, offensive line kept him relatively clean, you know, and that that's they they stepped up big time, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I what I did like was the fact that Sean McVay really committed committed more to the run last week, and I think that that definitely set up that play action, you know, had the opportunities for the deep ball, you know. I mean, in Cooper Cup. Man, don't get me started on Cooper Cup. I mean, he deserves his yards. flowers. What'd you say? He deserves his flowers. Oh my God, man. 11 receptions, two tubs, as Shannon Sharp would say. I mean, you know, <laughs> and OBJ, man, like. What a, what a godsend that was. Man, I'm telling you. I mean, you know, and it was like, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people think that, you know, we brought OBJ on, you know, because Robert Woods got hurt, but that's actually not what happened at all. He was actually supposed to step up for Van Jefferson just because Van Jefferson, you know, like he Van Jefferson is a is a is a good receiver, but I think he still has a lot of work to do. You know, what I mean, like he he drops a lot of balls throughout the season. He has at least, and you know, he was actually really supposed to come into that into that that number two spot. You know, because Cooper Cup mainly plays well. He was at one point he was playing from the slot a majority of the time. But now, man, like the, the offense is gelling, you know, and then our and then, you know, when Tyler Higby went out, Kendall Blanton, bro, like came in, like running we're running tight end screens off of a flea flicker, you know, and like man, he had a game himself. I mean, you know, it was it wasn't a huge game, but I mean, dude, when he broke out on that tight end screen off of the flea flicker. 
I mean, dude, like that, that really, I think that really got the momentum, you know, going for us. And, you know, it is like, you know, I, I, I talk a lot of crap about the 49ers and, you know, I mean, overall, like I, I do respect them. They are a very worthy opponent. You know, I mean, I, as much, like I said, as much crap as I talk about him, I mean, Debo Samuel, he, he is a legitimate baller. Like the dude can play. Like, the man's a weapon. Dude, he like runs like runs runs like a running back, you know, but plays receiver. Like it is it's ridiculous, you know. I mean, I take my hat off to him. Uh, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, he's been getting he's been getting nailed left and right by, you know, by a lot of the by a lot of the sports media outlets just, you know, about how about how much he lacks as a quarterback and you know, and how he's not the guy. But, you know, I mean, he, he led him to a Super Bowl, what was that, two years ago? I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, he's doing something right. You know, I mean, he's just, I, I just don't think, I only thing I could say that, like, I could be critical about is, like, he doesn't close games the way that you're supposed to. I think he makes a lot of mental mistakes towards the end of the game when it gets to crunch time. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, I feel like this was probably, I think this is one of the better NFCA or NFC championship games in the last couple of years, just because man, like you got two, two division rivals, you know, going head to head against each other. And, you know, it was, you know, getting that monkey off, getting the monkey off of the Rams back, you know, playing against, playing against the 49ers and the fact that they beat us the last six times that we played them and then we finally got the we got it we won when it counted and i think that that make, that makes all the difference and yeah you know it, and man aaron donald love that guy what what like what what could you say to take away from his game as a complete player, bro. Like, oh no, you can't take away anything. He's the best defender that we have out there, um, currently playing. And uh, by the end of it, he will he will definitely be the best defender of all time. He will take that that mantle because that guy is a dangerous, and he's been like that since he's been in the league. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, how many how many All Pro defensive defensive awards has he gotten? I mean, I don't think he's missed a year. Like, yeah, uh, he has not. I just think, you know, I mean, and it's 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 hard because a lot of a lot of people like to, you know, drag the statistical fact, you know, into into the argument as far as, you know, his his lack of sacks or, or something like that. But I'm like, what you got to think about, man, is when you're watching the game, he's getting double teamed. I think they, I think the last time they the last time they uh, ran this statistic, I think it was like 83 percent of the plays he's double teamed. And then some, he's even triple team. So it's like, you know, stats, stats when it comes to that, I don't think really matter. And, um, you know, the dude is a freak athlete. And I think that he stepped up big last week when we really needed him to be that leader on the sideline. I think that that really was part of the, the finishing touch at the end of this game. But o- overall... I mean, I couldn't be happier with our performance. I mean, you know, we came back, battled against all the odds, you know, when it when it came down to crunch time. And yeah, man, I mean, like I said, it was a great game. Yeah. It was a great game. It was a fantastic game. Congratulations for you guys. Um I actually picked the Rams. Once I saw they acquired Matthew Stanford, I was all in on the Rams going to the Super Bowl because you guys already had the team. Um, you just needed a quarterback that could possibly get you there. And yeah. uh, once that news hit, I was like, yo, I don't care what the other teams are doing. Green Bay was probably your biggest uh, threat um, besides Tampa. But they, you know, dwindled out. And I kind of already felt that you guys were the better team in the NFC. Um, Speaking on the AFC championship side, uh, as a Chiefs fan, it pains me to say (laughs) this, but the better team won. And when I mean the better team won, I, you know, the issue with the Chiefs, you know, uh, they uh, they dwindled out. They did exactly what they did week seventeen. 
they had them down. They were winning the game, and it's like somebody spiked the Gatorade uh, in the second half, and they came out a completely different team. Um, I mean, you ha- you know, you have to give credit to where credit is due, and I will give Joe Burrow and the Bengals credit. But at this point, I need to speak about my my Chiefs. My Chiefs actually played a great game, unbeatable game in the first half. In the first half, the first quarter, the, the first, the stats was 21 to 10. Had them beat. They decided not to go for the, the field goal. Andy wanted to go for, you know, the, the, the points. They didn't get it. As soon as I seen that, I said, I think we're in trouble. Because if you have them down 28 to 10 going into the half, that's a good one. They got to climb out of there. That's almost three scores. That is three scores. That's going to be hard, even if the offense dwindles out. And as soon as I seen that, I said, we got to come out and score immediately. We did not. We stalled out the entire second half. And, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes was perfect the first half. Damn near perfect. I mean, you know, it's just... You can't you can't you can't beat a person that's damn near perfect and has three tu- three tubs in the first half and two almost 200 yards in the first half. That's unbeatable. Yeah. But you know, Patrick Mahomes final stats was uh he was 26. He's 26 for 39. He had 275 yards passing, three touchdowns and two interceptions for the entire game. It's it, you, you that cannot you can't win like that. And the the sloppy interception that he threw in the fourth or when it, wherever it was, that was, I mean, the defensive lineman made a hell of a play. But Patrick should not have thrown that ball. And then the one at the very end, it was, you know, heaved up to Tyreek Hill. Um, you know, it's it's just, you know, I, I, I don't know what to say about that one. I mean, they, they played their ass off. And, um, I guess we have to look forward to next year going in and maybe doing something next year. But at this point, um, I just, you know, you know, I, I just, I don't have anything to say about that anymore. I just, I'm, I'm disappointed as a chiefs fan, but the Bengals played their ass off Joe Burrow stats during the chiefs game. He was 23 for, for 38, 250 yards, two tubs, and one INT. That'll get it done, especially against a defense that did not show up in the second half. Yeah. So congratulations to Joe Burrow and the the, the Cincinnati Bengals. They'll be representing the AFC. Um, I wish it was my Chiefs, but I'll be rooting for the Bengals as well as the Rams. And I'll be looking for I'll I'll be looking forward to seeing what happens in the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, it's gonna be something else but we'll get to the Super Bowl later um right now we're going to switch it up and we're going to talk about NFL news uh so the NFL news that we're going to talk about is there was a lot of stuff that happened this week um a lot of things well excuse me in the past week there was a lot of things that happened uh you know you have we have Tom Brady huh I said multiple arrests Multiple arrests this weekend. Let's talk about this weekend alone. Uh, Raider <laughs> players. Waving yeah. guns to valet. What the hell is that shit? Man, like, and, and you know, and it's like, that. that's what trips me out, man. It's like, you know, be, being born and raised in Las Vegas, man, it's like, you you know, you know, like, what what to expect, you know, when, when a lot of people that haven't grown up in a, in a limelight like that, you know that it's it's shell shocking. Like I always, I always I always call it that. It's the Vegas shell shock. But yeah, uh, as far as Ra- as far as the Raiders players, man, like you know, first he had the incident with Henry Ruggs and the car accident. But then you know we got uh, Damon Arnett. I guess he is like a, uh, a backup linebacker, um, something like that. I mean, I, I I don't really know too much information as far as his his player background. But yeah, so he. Uh, Goes up to the uh, Park MGM valet to try to get his car back, and uh, they wanted to verify his ID. He proceeds to get upset and pulls a gun 
on the valet attendant. God. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they ended up eventually releasing his car to him, you know, after security got involved. And uh, yeah, so they called Metro and he was pulled over with his friend and uh, they ended up recovering two guns. Uh, I think it was like a gram and a half of cocaine and like uh, two grams of marijuana or something, which is not a crime in Las Vegas anymore. But not a crime, but Jesus Christ, man, come (laughs) on. You know, you're an NFL player. What are you thugging for? What's all that for? Yeah, you know, like I, that's that's just those are you know those 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 are unexcusable. You can't do that. Um, Alvin Kamara yep. gets arrested, and uh, Alvin Kamara was at Dre's, got into yep. it with somebody, assault and battery. Now he's facing up to five years. Yep. Um, with that situation, I'm pretty sure that you know his attorney will get with the other person, and they'll get it. You know, taking the you know they'll you know it's an alleged thing, but they they booked him for it. Well, um, let me ask this. Let me ask this. Are you at all surprised that these things are happening with these players when they come to Vegas? I'm definitely not. And uh, <laughs> the reason why we can both say this is because we used to work security at a hotel and casino, and we used to see, uh, you know, we we used to see them up close and personal. So we we've heard we've seen the stories that don't get reported and, yeah. and the little the little hushes that happen. But sometimes, especially in this era, everybody's looking for a come up. Yeah. So you as an NFL player, you should know already, man. You can't be acting like that, especially Al especially Alvin Kamara, one of the biggest faces in the league. Everybody knows yeah. this guy's face. That's the, that's the Saints poster boy, man. Yeah. So it's like, you know you're going to be, and I don't know exactly what happened. I guess we'll get the details later on of well, what exactly happened and who is saying what happened. But allegedly, allegedly, uh, he uh, he got into a fight with the guy. Uh, he dropped him. Uh, I guess he like shattered his orbital bone or something like that. And, uh, and then the people that Kamara was with, uh, then proceeded to uh, pound him out, like stomp him out. So, Damn. Yeah. Allegedly. Talk about a beating. Got an <laughs> yeah. Alabama beating over there. <laughs> yeah. <man. laughs> it's crazy. Oh, man. But that, that's that's sad news because, you know, these things are going to affect his career. And the Saints, be, because of the way that it sounds, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they do what they did with uh, with Kareem Hunt. If they go ahead and say, you know what, buddy, you're great, but we have to release you. We can't be a part of that. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. I, I think that's probably my, what what could be next for him. Well, and it, and in the fact that you know he didn't really have that much of a productive year, and you know, I, I I think I think that the Saints organization will probably start to take a look at you know what what his overall what his overall position is on the team and you know and whether or not he's going to remain on the team because uh i i'm gonna be honest i don't even know if he broke a thousand yards last year yeah i'm not i'm not sure either i mean you know i'm I'm a productive player but you know you can't just like saquon barkley situation i mean you know saquon is great but when you're kind of the workhorse and you know the quarterback and the team's they need to do I mean you could be as great as you want to be but you you know it, it's like teams will pack the box and not let you get anything yeah so you know Alvin Kamara hopefully things work out for him but you know at this point you know we're, we're looking at the headlines uh yeah. switch switching up we can go to uh uh Brian Flores yeah that he claimed that, that uh, he was bribed a hundred, hundred grand of tank games. Yeah, he dropped the bomb last week on that one. Um, yeah, Hugh, Hugh Jackman said that he wasn't put in a position to win. Uh, you know, they had a four-year plan. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, it, I mean, here's the thing: these are all these are all allegations, and you know, I all. Although I do, I do think that there is there is a very big lack of diversity in the NFL. But what a lot of people got to understand 
is even though the Rooney rule was set into place, these owners of these teams do not have to hire someone from a multicultural background based off of what the NFL is recommending. You know, the yeah. NFL is its own entity. These people on these teams, they they ultimately make the decisions. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like I said, you know, as far as far as the, you know, him feeling him feeling like, um, you know, pretty much that there's, that there's a there there was, you know, race put behind this. Uh, I, I don't know if he's going to be able to present enough evidence to be able to say that the reason why he was not hired uh, as a coach for the, the Giants or, you know, or, or whatever, whatever team it might have been. I mean, you know, the guy was going to get a job. They, you know, he had he had nine. I, I believe he had like nine interviews set in place. See, and, and that's the thing. You, you, when they talk about race, you have to be able to prove it. And, I, and I'm sorry, but you cannot prove that based off of words. You can prove it on the fact that there is lack of head coaching jobs and that you feel like you didn't get a fair shot. But when it comes to that topic of race and that he wasn't, he was racially, you know, you have to be able to prove that's going to be something that he is going to have to prove. It's going to be hard to prove that. Yeah. It's going to be very hard to prove that. Just just yeah. as anybody can try to prove it, unless there's actual text yeah. of racial well, discrimination. Well, here's the thing: he'll he's going to win in a court of public opinion. But yes, he, I I don't I don't I don't know if he's going to have enough evidence to be able to win in the court of law. And yeah. and, and that's that's where you know the the big thing is going to come into place. I mean, you know, it's like you can only you can only say so much and you know and then and then as far as the you know the conversation that he had with the Dolphins owner about allegedly the owner was you know offering him a hundred thousand dollars a game to to lose games and sabotage games you know I that's mean, big but he has to come up with evidence huge. yeah well and and you know and I, and I think that the more and more information that starts to come out I think the more and more people are going to start speaking out, speaking out and being able to corroborate his story. But I mean, it, it, it's a long shot. But man, I, if if there's enough information and there's a, there's there's proof of it. Yeah, uh, we're we're going we're going to be seeing a shit storm in the NFL. Yeah, we'll start seeing that in the next couple of weeks. Uh, lead, you know, we're leading up to the Super Bowl at this point. Uh, but we have one more news break that we want to talk about that happened last week, which is Tom is his retirement. Yeah, after man. 22 years of uh, of service of service in the NFL, kicking everybody's ass, Tom Brady says he's hanging up the cleats. Now I don't know if this is a situation like it was with um, Brett Favre, or you know, like you know, oh, I'm I'm done, but I'm not done. I'm done. I'm not done. I think I don't know. I think Tom Brady might be done. I think he's done all he could possibly do. Um, the Bucks are a very good team, but at this point, what is he chasing? You know, yeah. he got seven rings, and yeah, you know, it's it's you know, what are you chasing at this point? I mean, you might as well go out as the greatest that ever did it, and that's what they're saying. He's number one in almost all the the categories. I mean, what what more can you do, Tom? Yeah, man, like I. You know, in the words of Skip Bayless, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady, <laughs> the great. <laughs> you know, and, I mean, dude, what 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 more can you say about this guy? I mean, you know, twenty. 20- I mean, say what you want about him; he's not your favorite quarterback. You don't like him. This, that, and the other. There's a lot of people that hate Tom Brady. Oh yeah, man. And- there, there are a lot. There are a lot. I mean. I'm not gonna lie. For for a very long time, I was one of those Tom Brady haters, man. But then it's like you get to a certain point, and you're like, "What? Like, you know, why? Why do I hate this guy?" But yeah. Like, why? Dude, why do I hate this guy? Like, and you know, uh, like a freak in the business, man. Like eighty-four thousand passing yards, dude. Like, you know, I mean, it, you you have to re- you have to respect it, and and yeah. I think and I think that that was you know. That was something, you know, growing up that I didn't really pay too much attention to, you know, as far as like, yeah, man, you know, like, let me 
let me go ahead and, you know, see the other side of Tom Brady. And, dude, I mean, the guy was the guy seventh round, seventh round pick, you know, like mm-hmm. came into the draft, looked super unathletic. Like, oh, I mean, hell yeah. <laughs> like, Had that dopey that, looking body and shit. Yeah, man, that dude, like, I, I just wanted to be like, yeah, man, like, this dude looks like looks like he belongs to work at a gas station or something like that. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? But dude, man, came out, came out in freaking, you know, 2001 yeah. and started lighting shit up. Ten Won Super the job Bowl. and yeah, then just ten, never looked back. Ten Super Bowl appearances, seven victories out of those ten. I mean, come on, man. Like, he was literally the reason why the New England Patriots, well, him and Belichick, you know, I, I, I won't, I won't be one of those guys to shit on Belichick, but you know, man, like, literally, literally brought the franchise that was sitting at, at the at the bottom of the toilet, and literally just, you know, blew them up. Yeah, so yeah. Know, I mean, Tom Brady gets his he gets his kudos. He is going to be known as the greatest quarterback to ever do it. Um, I wouldn't say he's my favorite quarterback. He's the most accomplished quarterback. Yeah. He's definitely the in was in the best position. I've always thought that Peyton Manning was my favorite. Um, yeah. I love I loved me some Aaron Rodgers. Love me Drew Brees. Just the way they played the game to me was better than what Tom Brady had presented. Yeah. Um not that they, not that they're just that much better, but I just like them more, and I like their style more. I thought they were a better quarterback in my eyes, and um, you know, with the new wave quarterbacks, I mean these these dudes are hybrids of everything that these guys were. Yeah. But at this point, every single quarterback and every player all acknowledges the fact that they all watched Tom Brady growing up. They all know who Tom Brady was when they're getting into the league and the fact that they all acknowledge him as the GOAT, which everybody else should acknowledge him as the GOAT. I mean, you know, when you have that many rings, Super Bowl appearances, the stats, you, you're, you're the best. No yeah. matter what they think, that you are the best. Yeah. So, congratulations to Tom Brady on announcing his retirement. And um, at this point, now we're going to talk about Super Bowl. Super Bowl, um, let's let's get it going. So, with the Super Bowl coming up, we have the Cincinnati Bengals, which is which they are ten and seven, and then we have the Los Angeles Rams, who are playing at home with a great record of twelve and five. Um, yeah, we have, we have technically this is a Joe Burrow versus Matthew Staff Stanford, but I don't think it's that like that's how a lot of people are seeing it. But it's definitely not like that. On my side, I have got to talk about the Bengals. The Bengals have a shot to win this game. Like, let's not get it twisted. They do have a shot to win this game, but from a Rams perspective, does is going to lay out. His, his takes on why the Rams are going to beat the Bengals. And and I'm going to, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to have to say something about the Bengals. So <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about it, man. So the Rams, tell us what you know, man. You got some inside scoop? Let us know what's going on. How the Rams going to beat these Bengals? <laughs> well, let me, let me start off uh, by saying, um, you know, I think, I think ultimately – uh, you know, obviously if Matthew Stafford comes out and, you know, and he, and he does his thing like he's been doing throughout the playoffs, uh, you know, we're definitely going to need a lot of good play out of him for sure. But ultimately, man, like I, I think, I think just as much as everybody else that, that has watched the season for the, for the Bengals, Joe Burrow is, is a baller. You know, he, he can play, he can play Cigar this Cigar smoking baller. Limousine riding, jet flying. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. But I mean, ultimately, dude, it's it's gonna come down to like our our defensive front, dude. I just I don't see the Bengals being able to stop our pass rush. And as long as we bottle yeah. up that run early, and you know, and Mixon's not able to to 
to get out and start, you know, running all up and down our ass. As long as we, as long as we shut that down and we force Joe Burrow to throw the ball, I mean, like stat says it all, man. I mean, dude, when they played Tennessee, he got sacked nine times. Like he did, you know, did. and and Tennessee doesn't have half of the talent that the that the Los Angeles Rams. Now, hold on, now, hold on now, Tennessee. Nah. They got a great oh, defense yeah, to yeah. front. Yeah, they have. They and have, they were all rested. They have. They have a solid front. I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from Tennessee. But if if you were if you were if you were to go into a draft and they want they ask you Tennessee's line or LA's line, who you taking? Oh, it's a no-brainer. I'm taking uh, L.A. Well, I, I rest my case. Yeah, I'm yeah. taking L.A. 100%. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, it's like you look at that, you look at that one game in itself, and then look at the season. Like, dude, he was like five sacks away from setting the, the all-time record for sacks, like getting sacked. Joe so, Burrow had 51 sacks in the regular season. Yeah, yeah. and That, that is and that, a lot of sacks. Yeah, and and I mean, you know, and like I said, like, dude, he can he can he can sling that rock with the best of them, dude. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, you, you look you look at the stat comparison. He's only he's he's only about two hundred yards behind Matthew Stafford, dude. So it's like, you know, this this is just really going to come down to solid quarterback play, and and I just I just think our defense is going to be too much for him, man. Like, you know, well, first of all, these quarterbacks are. They're very, very close because yeah. in yards, Joe Burrow's number is is six. Matthew Stafford yeah. is third. In yep. touchdowns, you have thirty four touchdowns on Joe Burrow, which is eighth, and you have forty one, <clears throat> which is second for Matthew Stafford. And then ints is pretty much almost the same. You yeah. know, you have fourteen ints for Joe Burrow, and then you have. 12 uh, uh uh 17 for Matthew Stafford but the QBRs here Matthew Stafford has a better QBR yeah 63.8 well, I mean that's that's num- that's fourth in the league yeah, Joe Burrow well, is 12th in the league well and here's 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 the thing you got to think about too a lot I I, I want to say at least six of those interceptions that Matthew Stafford threw were all within like like a five to six week period, like towards the ass end of the season, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and is that's not to make excuses, but other than like overall, man, I mean, you know, his his completion percentage, freaking sixty seven percent throughout the season. I mean, Joe Burrow, like like I said, man, like their stats are very very like similar, close. very so, close. You know, I just I think that ultimately. I think stage the stage is just gonna be a little a little too high for Joe Burrow. And I I just I just think that the Rams at this point they they are hungry. Like they they the way that we have been playing in the playoffs, I always say we, I'm referring to the freaking team. Um but the way that they've been playing in the playoffs, dude, like <clears throat> how how can you not see that like we are the hungrier team. Like Joe Burrow, you know, he's kind of always got that, you know, like that that melancholy, you know, like you know, laid super super laid back, you know, like yeah, man, you know, like it is what it is, like you know, like a like a California surfer or something. But it's like <laughs> the thing is, I I just think I just think it's ultimately going to come down to experience in this league. Yeah, this is Matthew Stafford's first Super Bowl, but. The guy's been in the league a hell of a lot longer than Joe Burrow, and I just think that that overall experience—we're we're the more experienced team. Period. You know. Well, let, let me tell you this. Let me tell you why you're wrong. Okay. Let me tell you why you're wrong, baby. Okay. First of all, these Bengals is hungry. All right. They are very, very hungry. Jamar Chase is what fourteen hundred yards, thirteen uh, touchdowns. Oh, uh, you got Joe Mixon. He's yeah. over there rushing mm-hmm. for for twelve hundred yards, thirteen t- uh, TDs, and you got T Higgins, Tyler Boyd. I mean, both of these boys is almost thousand yards. I mean, shit, T Higgins is at at a thousand, and then you got uh, uh, Boyd. Boyd is almost at a thousand too. So you got some receivers on that end. And the one thing that they have said is the weakest part of the Rams is the secondary, besides Jalen Ramsey. Bullshit. That's what they say. That, that the stats don't lie. Yeah. Who, who said that? Who said that? 
The stats don't lie. Nah, nah, nah. There's no way. Not what Tom Brady did to y'all in the second half. Man, come on now. Don't, don't. <laughs> Yeah. Now, come on now. You know that was good. So, if it so wasn't for that Cooper Cup situation, you still exactly. be holding your butt. Who is the Triple Crown winner? Who is the Triple Crown winner? Uh, Cup. Cooper Cup. Okay. okay. If it wasn't oh. for that, that that throw, you still holding your butt. Man, it, look. Fact of the matter is, fact of the matter is, Cooper Cup is the Triple Crown winner. So we want to talk. We want to talk about Jamar Chase and everything. Yeah, he's a freak too. He's a baller. He, His he, yards after after catch, and the fact that this dude can shrug off tackles. He's fat. He's he's probably the closest thing that we have to an all around. I mean, getting taking hard yards. We talking about yards after. I mean, I mean this guy is running and he he's he's quick. It's like you double team them, and here comes somebody else on the Bengals. It's wide open. It's just going to be hard to stop. It's going to be hard to stop if they start airing it out. And uh, Joe Mick, I mean, they don't even – Mixon has not been a factor in the postseason, but they still have been winning. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Like and they it, still have been doing it, and Joe Cool still smoking them cigars at the end of the game. Man, look. <laughs> this, this, this is the way. This is the way I'm gonna break it down to you. You, you talk know, to me. Don't you know the only the only big time receiver that we got that that sticks out on paper is like I said, dude. These 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 yards, like everything, everything. It's it's coming down. It's coming down to this. You know, like it, this is this is the time. This is the time where big time players are gonna make big plays. And I'm just saying, this team is too young. And they are not they they are not more hungry than us, and and that's. I that's, think they might be hungry. They might be hungry. They, they brought their plates. They, they might be than us. They brought their plates. They said they said put them on the plate. Yeah, I think nah. they're ready. Both of these teams are ready to win the Super Bowl. My thing is that I do feel that the that the Rams it shifts in the Rams' favor because I think they are the stronger team all around. But if you make a case offense for offense, I mean, we we looking at the same damn offense. I mean, you know, we looking at, you know, we looking at weapons all around. Defense, that's where the the, the tide shifts because defensively, the Bengals do not have enough playmakers to stop all of the Rams. No, but if they could possibly stall them like they did with the last three, if they can stall them enough, as we can see, they can points, beat even the best offenses in the league. How many points? How many points did, did the Chiefs score against the Bengals? They scored. Tw- they scored uh, twenty-four. The okay. first round. Okay. So. How many points? How many points do you think the Rams' offense is going to score? Because the the, the Rams, the Rams, the Chiefs' offense, they're similar in a lot of ways. But this is what I'm this is what I'm saying. Matthew Stafford is going to light that Bengals' defense up. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, he he could, he could, he should. Because how many how many passing yards? How many how many take take those two interceptions off the table for Mahomes? How many passing yards did Mahomes have in that game? Mahomes had 275 passing yards. Okay. And three tubs. My if you take that my, out. My point exactly. Yeah, my but not everybody exactly. can play perfect as we can see. Yeah. Because and, and, we, and that's the thing. We don't have to play perfect to beat the Bengals. Like, we're, oh, we're, we're, you don't have to play perfect. But if you let them slip, them damn Bengals yeah, is going to come you, right you up got, on your ass. You got to shut down. You got to shut down the mental mistakes. And, and and that's exactly like I said. Else, This game is going to come down to Matthew Stafford making sure he takes care of the ball. That's 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 going to that's going to be the deciding factor. And like I said, experience, experience, league experience is what's going to matter in this game. And Joe Burrow, he—he's not going to be able to run run all up and down our ass like trying to trying to escape away from the sacks like he did with with, with Tennessee. Because Tennessee, Tennessee did that against the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, he's been, he he's been be getting out that. of shit. He ain't going to be able to do that because we got too much we got too much speed 
on our front for him to be able for him to be able to get to get away from the sack like that. Ain't nobody anybody that gets under duress against the pack or against against the Rams and that front done. All I'm saying is that if there is some missed tackles on Joe Burrow <laughs> that do not get in there, watch out. Well, here just, he comes. They about to throw it downfield. Let's just say he ain't smoking those cigars at the end of this game. Okay. All right. So with with that being said, what is your prediction? What is the score in your prediction? Uh I like I, I'm not I'm not sitting here like, you know, don't 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 get confused. I'm not sitting here saying we're gonna blow them out, but we'll talk about it. I think I think it's this has the potential to be like a uh like a 34 to 24 game. 34 to 24. So you think they'll score that many points on your defense, huh? I, I give I I'd give them 24 points. Okay. I, I, I absolutely do. Like I mean, like 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 I said, like let's not get it confused. Like they're they're going to I I really do believe that they're going to be able to put up points. I mean, like I I'm, you know, I'm not delusional in this. Like, you know, I do think that they're going to put up points against us. I I I give it like like I said like a 34 to 24 or like a 30 to 20 30 to 24 uh game for the Rams. Okay, so here's another question before I do my prediction. Do you think that this if Cincinnati was to win, Cincinnati Bengals win the Super Bowl, do you think that will be a bigger that'll be a bigger W for Cincinnati? Or excuse me for do you think that'd be bigger than when Cleveland won the championship with LeBron? Oh, absolutely, dude. I mean, you're talking about it. You're talking about a team that they, I, they, the last Super Bowl appearance they had was what they say, like 1988 or some shit like that. 1988. That's when they were in the Super Bowl. That's the last time they touched the Super Bowl. Yeah, and the, and they haven't, and they've never won one. So it's like. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just I think if if they go down and they win a Super Bowl, that's going to change everything for Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals because that means they went in there with underwhelming odds and beat the best team in the NFC and they beat the best teams in the NFL to get there. That's going to change everything. This is the thing, though. They. There's there are a lot more of these analysts that are they're like counting the Bengals in, so it, you know I mean I I don't think if they were to come in and, and and beat us, you know I don't think there would be a lot I don't I don't think that the media would be that surprised because like I said you know you got guys the what do they call that guy the 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 mattress the the mattress uh salesman or whatever i can't remember his name he's a he's a big time better anyway mm-hmm. and uh yeah this dude went in and uh dropped 4.5 million on the Bengals to beat the rams so yeah you know. i mean i mean the odds were better with the chiefs because it was seven points and then it actually went to like seven and a half yeah um that's because those were better odds because it's only four and a half right now but um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that count the Bengals in and as they should, because the Bengals have a team that can hang. If the score is close, if it's a close, if it's a close one down the stretch, I would not be surprised to see some magic come from damn Joe Burrow and them, them Bengals and for them to actually, uh, pull this off. Cause they've been doing it all year long and Joe going to smoke that cigar and get his cigar endorsement and everything and, T. Higgins and, and uh, Jamar Chase is gonna be getting in the end zone, and you know, now you, you better chill out. You starting to sound like a little Bengals supporter over there. Hey man, I, I hey I do. You give credit to where credit is due, and they are the AFC champions. I take my hat. I take my hat off to him. He's a baller, like I said. But Aaron Donald coming to burn his house down. <laughs> well, my predictions for the uh, for the game for the Super Bowl, uh, I will say that the Rams do have the favorable defense, and that's ultimately what it comes down to. And in, in most of these games, um, 
especially big games, defense wins championships. And I think that the defense of the Rams and the way that their front is and how fast those guys are, especially the linebackers, they'll be able to catch up and they'll be able to, you know, swallow Joe up because that offensive line giving up 51 sacks in the regular season and the postseason, they gave up 12. I mean, they, it, it, it's not good. It's not good at all. And if they they do that, they will lose this game by more than just a little bit. I mean, yeah. it, I mean, we could be looking at when they went to Cleveland and got embarrassed. I mean, yeah. if you if you if you sack somebody that much, that is the downside of them. And their defense is not as strong as it looks. It's not that strong. They play good when the opportunity pre- presents itself, but they are not that strong, not as strong as there. So my predictions, if Joe Burrow gets sacked four times, four, four more times, it'll be 24 to 10. If Joe Burrow does not get sacked and he's able to keep it close, 24-10 Rams. But if he doesn't get sacked as much, I would say we're looking at a twenty, a twenty-one to twenty-four game. Rams. Okay. I th- I just think that the Rams just they're just too strong. They're just too too strong. I mean, I like the Bengals. You're my favorite strong. I think uh, I love the Bengals. I love what they're doing over there. I think that's yeah. you know that's that's great, and it's great for the NFL to have another young quarterback that's up and coming. That's like you know I've liked Joe Burrow since college. So uh, Joe Burrow's you know he's he's been he's been good with me. I I don't have nothing bad to say about Joe like that because he's doing his thing. But um, I just don't I, I just don't like the fact that that defensive line man. I mean they look what they did to Tom Brady. Look what they I mean they did they, they, them boys. It, they, they're coming. San Francisco had one of the best offensive uh, defensive lines in the, in the in in the, in the conference. So of course they were going to be in the conversation of AFC or NFC Championship. I mean they were one of the better teams yeah. defensive line wise. But I don't see Cincinnati doing that to the Rams. I just don't see them being able to do that. And the X factor I would say is going to be. Uh, Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham Jr. will be getting a lot of more receptions in Cooper Cup. Cooper will be doubled the entire game, but Odell Beckham will probably shine in this Super Bowl. And when he shines, he'll get his, you know, he'll get his his stuff. And Cam Akers will be a big, huge part if they can run the ball and stick to the run and 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 just and and, and pin them down. They will win this game, and it won't even be close. Since they won't even be able to get the ball, that defense will be rested. So they'll go out there and give 100% every drive. And that's kind of how I see it happening. So, I, And if they do, and Joe is on his back, it won't be a close Super Bowl. I say you guys win unanimously, unanimously and that, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. But I do think the Rams, this is their year. This is definitely you guys' year. You guys, you know, gave up, you know, uh, golf to get Stanford. And uh, that was a great move. Getting OBJ at the right time. Von Miller. I mean, you know, you guys have got the complete team. So I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, like just like you said, like I, you know, OBJ was is definitely a, a very solid compliment to uh, Cooper Cup, and I think that I mean you know it's it's starting to show as the season progresses and the more comfortable that he gets in the offense that you know I mean last week had had a hundred yard game had had nine receptions I think he was targeted like eleven times so you know he's definitely he's definitely getting himself very uh uh very comfortable with Matthew Stafford so yeah man uh other than that I mean you know looking forward to Sunday it's gonna be a great game that's for damn sure and yeah uh, yeah I'm hoping that my jersey arrives by then (laughs) (laughs) oh man so yo one final note bonus material for you know people that are listening to the podcast 
They need to do something with the Pro Bowl because that shit is ridiculous. Oh yeah, man. Dude. God, what what a what a shit show. Put flags on them, like because that's what it is. You know, it's it's really to the point where like, and you know, primetime said it best. When they played, you played to see if you were the best player out there, and yeah. they actually played. And we don't get any of that anymore because you know we just don't get it. And it's like, come on, man! Like, why not? Why even playing the Pro Bowl? Yeah, it's like uh, offensive driven. Yeah, well, and it, you you know what's funny? So uh, you remember how you were referencing the Josh Allen not making his appearance? You know what yeah. that guy was? You know what that guy was doing this weekend? He what was, was he playing, doing? Playing golf in the Celebrity Pro Am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's why he uh, turned down the invitation to the Pro Bowl. But yeah, man, like I was, I was watching, I was watching like. You know bits and pieces of it. I, I couldn't even watch it anymore, man. I was like, these guys aren't even yeah. playing football, dude. Like, yeah, I, I watched it, and and the fact that they don't practice together, they're here, they're there just to be there, and they're like literally just running around and seeing if you can get open. It doesn't look like a game, not like the senior game and like the college game where them boys actually play. Yeah, I mean that was more exciting than what the Pro Bowl was, even though there was points on the board. You know, it's it's you know it and even you know it's it's just you know kind of like the NBA All Star Game, how it's just all nothing but offense. Yeah. You know, you're showing off the entire time, and they barely play defense. Well, that's more exciting than what the NFL Pro Bowl was. Yeah, the Pro Bowl is just it's ridiculous. Like you got defensive players that are the best. That you know the best guys out there, and they they're two hand touching, and you know I will tell you this though, Mac Jones doing the giddy, running all <laughs> the way down there and doing the giddy, that made me like that guy that much more. I was like, oh my god, I said, is he doing the giddy what? or gritty or whatever the hell you call that stupid ass dance, George yeah. Jefferson? I said, motherfucker, I said, Bill Belichick probably turning over in his fucking shit right now. <laughs> Bill Belichick's like, that damn fucking, what is he doing? What is Mac Jones doing? Yeah. We'll be doing that next year in New England. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, though. That was the only, like, highlight that I saw that I was like, you know, I was like, "Oh, look at look at Mac Jones doing the game, doing the getting you there." Uh, yeah, nah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, on that note, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap this episode. Uh, just want to tell everybody that's been listening to us. Uh, we do appreciate it. Um, yeah, and that's gonna be it for uh, this episode of Shake and Bake. You guys, take it easy. All right, see you guys later.